0: Luke chapter 10:29 but he willing to justify himself said unto Jesus who is my neighbor and Jesus answering said a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed leaving him half dead and by chance there came down a certain priest that way and when he saw him he passed by on the other side and likewise a levite when he was at the place came and looked on him And passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him. And went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine. And set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on the morrow when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host. And said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Which now of these three thinkest thou was a neighbor <clears throat> unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, Go and do. Everybody say do. do. Go and do thou likewise amen i want to talk to us tonight about having eyes of compassion eyes of compassion jesus give you glory and honor and praise thank you for your word that's forever settled god i pray you would give us hearts of love god and eyes of compassion that we might Make a difference and have an impact, like you said in your word in the book of Jude, having compassion. Amen. Making a difference, having compassion, pulling them from the fire. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God bless you. You may be seated. Here we find in the text, it's been preached many times, many, many thousands, if probably millions of times, about the good Samaritan. Luke ten thirty, we begins with the man that fell among thieves. I think that's a type of all of us at some point. We're all sinners saved by grace. But a man that fell among thieves, he was stripped, he was wounded, he was left half dead. Kind of explains how the devil treats people. The devil's a robber, he's a thief. He wants to steal, kill, and to destroy. This man has been stripped, wounded, and left half dead. That's exactly what the devil was trying to do to him. The Bible says the priest came by. And it says as he came down, that he saw him and he passed by on the other side. A religious person was moving down. I like, I, I like to think of it or explain it this way. The priest is from Jerusalem. He's going down to Jericho because that road you would go down... So, Uh, To Jericho, uh, the lowest point, the lowest town on the earth was Jericho at that time. And so it was a journey that he was going down. He was going the wrong direction. It wasn't a good road, actually. It was a very dangerous road uh, to travel. So the priest comes by, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. He did not want to be inconvenienced with the burden of helping someone in need. He saw him. But he saw through eyes of convenience. The Levite came by likewise. He came, the Bible says, and looked at him. And he passed by on the other side. Again, he's coming in the same direction. I feel like he's going down. He's, he's more worried about self and not worried about caring for somebody else. Perhaps he was desensitized to those in need. Perhaps he thought in himself... Hey, you went down this road by yourself. You got yourself in this predicament. You put you got yourself in this circumstance. You deserve what you got. And I'll be transparent tonight. There's times where I've seen people where the wages of sin is taking its toll in their life and in my carnality, I'm saying they des- they got what they deserve. Oh, you've never thought that about somebody, huh? But I'm thankful that God gave me what I didn't deserve. He gave me mercy, and He gave me grace. He spared me from what I did deserve, mercy, and He gave me grace. He gave me what I didn't deserve, grace. Thank you, Jesus. And the Bible says the good Samaritan, which is a type of Christ, he came... As he journeyed, he was on a journey. He was headed to Jerusalem. He was on a pilgrimage. He was on a mission. And he came to where the man was, the Bible says. And that's why Jesus said, I came to seek and to save that which was lost. And the Bible says that the good Samaritan, the Samaritan came, he journeyed. He came to where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him. And went to him. I'm so glad God had compassion on us. In church we need to have compassion on others. And at the very end of the story Jesus said go and do thou likewise. We need to be compassionate. Of our brothers and sisters but also we need to be loving and kind and compassionate to the lost. Psalms 86, 15, But thou, O Lord, art art a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering, and plenteous in mercy and truth. Psalms 111 and 4, The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. Psalms 145 and 8, The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. The Lord is good to all, and His tender mercies are over all His work. Psalms 36 and 7, how excellent is thy loving kindness, O oh God! Therefore the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. Our God is a compassionate God. Yes. The definition of compassion is to feel for, to have pity, to have sympathy, to, to have empathy, to understand their plight, and to have sympathy, to give, to have pity for them in that situation. The Bible says the Samaritan looked on him, and when he looked on him, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him. He had compassion. There was a compassion. He was looking through eyes of compassion. I want to tell somebody here tonight, when God sees you, he's looking through eyes of love. We get this concept, sometimes we have this concept, that when we fall and we're, we're, we've made a mistake, that God is looking through the eyes of punishment. But God is looking through eyes of compassion. That He wants to restore you. God, help us to look at others with eyes of compassion. Help us to look at our children through eyes of compassion. There's times when grandson number 1 over here doesn't do something nice to grandson number 2. A grandson number 1 may not do something or may do something that he shouldn't do or he he doesn't do something that he should do and Pappy's not always happy. But Pappy still has eyes of compassion. My brother and I, (laughs) my mom can testify to this, we we fought like cats and dogs. I don't advocate that. Brotherly love. We had a lot of brotherly love in our home. (laughs) But unless you got two little brothers that were probably pulling at your coattails from time to time, and every once in a while you had to put them in their spot. Brother Monks, I know you had siblings. (laughs) Have siblings. There were times that you know we we'd get into it with each other, but nobody else better mess with I'm not saying it gives you don't have license to get into it with your brother or sister here in the house of God, but you better make sure nobody else messes with. And when you view one another, we need to view one another through eyes of compassion. The Dalai Lama said, and I I know I'm not, it's like, uh uh-oh, he's not using Bible verse, but I think the quote is pretty good. He said, compassion is to wish to see others free from suffering. There's a lot of suffering in this world. Church, we need to have eyes of compassion. A heart of compassion and love. We want to help others be free from suffering. I don't like to see people suffer. I don't want to see people suffer. God doesn't want to see anyone suffer. Because of humanity, because of our own decisions, because of our own choices, because of our own sins, there's suffering in this world. There's pain in this world. But God still looks at us through eyes of compassion. He loves you. I know we're not shouting tonight, but this just, I'm just talking for a few minutes, all right? Yasmin uh, Mogahed said, compassion, I don't know if I'm saying that, her name right, but Yasmin said, compassion is to look beyond your own pain to see the pain of others. We like to say it this way, when he was on the cross, we were on his mind. The author Henry Ward Beecher said, compassion will cure more sin than condemnation. Compassion will cure more sin than condemnation. Brene Brown said, compassion is not a virtue, it is a commitment. It's not something we have or don't have, it's something we choose to practice. It's something we have to choose to practice. Brother Norman ended his word shot tonight about compassion. Having compassion. Jesus said, go and do thou likewise. He said, which one was this man's neighbor? Which one had eyes of compassion for his brother, for his neighbor? Which one said, I'm going to go and I'm going to heal and I'm going to... Pour oil and wine, and I'm gonna take him to the end, which is really a type of salvation. I'm gonna put him on the beast. I'm gonna take him, uh, take him to the church. I'm gonna pour oil and wine. I'm gonna make sure he's he's washed. I'm gonna make sure he's filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm gonna get him in the church. I'm gonna give you two pence, and if it costs you any more, I'm gonna. When I come back, I will repay. And let me tell you, he's coming back, and he's gonna repay. Every one that viewed people with eyes of compassion. Amen. Good Samaritan had compassion. He bound up his wounds, he poured oil and wine, he set him on his beast. Isaiah 53, surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Norman, I think, went to 53 verse number 10. I'm reading from verse number four of the same chapter. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. Every one of us was lost, gone astray. But God looked at us with eyes of compassion. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Samaritan picked up the man. washed him he put him on the donkey the beast the burden the beast of burden and he took him to the end the type of the church he was a neighbor he was the only one that viewed the man with eyes of compassion and in john 15 verse 12 jesus said this is my commandment that you love one another as i have loved you 1 Corinthians 12, that there should be no schism, that's division in the body. But that the members should have the same care one for another. There should not be division in the church. We don't have cliques in the church. But we have people that look at one another as brothers and sisters, as our neighbors, as our family, with eyes of compassion. Compassion. That's why Galatians chapter 6, verse number 1 and 2. I'm almost done. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself. Just remember, you needed to be restored also. Just remember, you went astray just like somebody else. You're not perfect. You're not walking on water just like... He said, considering thyself. When I think of the goodness of God in my life, it's a lot easier for me to want to see goodness in others. Considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Verse number two. This is powerful. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so ready? Fulfill the law of Christ. What fulfills the law? He said, I came to fulfill the law. What fulfills the law of Christ? He said right here, fulfilling the law is when you forgive one another, when you restore one another, and when you bear one another's burdens. You'll never fulfill the law of God in your life more than forgiving someone else, restoring someone else, praying somebody through the gift of the Holy Ghost. Bearing one another's burdens. When they're facing a mountain, you'll shout and you'll pray and you'll fast. So that their mountain will be removed. Considering thyself. Because one day it's going to be you. That has the mountain. You need the body of Christ. It's kind of like there was a a man... His name was Martin Niemöller. How many remember that name? How many know the name Martin Niemöller? Raise your hand, somebody. I know there's got to be somebody that knows the name Martin Niemöller. Oh, my goodness. He was a survivor of World War II during the Holocaust in Germany. He said, first they came for the Jews, and I wasn't a Jew, so I didn't say anything. He said, then they came for the handicapped, and I wasn't handicapped, and I didn't say anything. Then they came for the elderly. The Nazis came for them, and I wasn't an elder at that time, so he goes, I didn't say anything. He said, but then they came for me because of my religion, and there was no one left to say anything. Are there any Christians left that are compassionate about souls? I I, I want the enemy to know there are still some Christians that are compassionate about souls at the Apostolic Rock Church. This city needs to know we we are compassionate about one another. Amen. There are still some compassionate Christians. I know a few years ago they, there was a lot of the stuff about compassionate conservatives and they tried to make fun of compassionate conservatives and there's political and the, all the, I'm not trying to get all into that tonight, but there are some, if you're going to be a Christian, you, you're going to be a compassionate Christian. Because you ready? This might blow your mind. I don't know, I don't think you can be a Christian and not be compassionate. Well, they're lost. Oh, well. You got a problem. That's right. I don't care who you are. If you go, oh, well. <laughs> no, there ought to be something. And again, I, 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 was, I was being transparent a few minutes ago. There was about something happening. Like, well, you reap what you sow. You're going to get there. And there is that. People have to. They, there are consequences to their choices. I've told many, many young people, I've told this at school over the years. I said, you have the right to the choice. You don't have the right, you don't have the right, you have the right to choose the choice, to make the choice, to make the decision. You don't have the right to choose the consequence that comes with that decision. If you make the choice, there's a consequence. You can't choose the consequence. You've already chosen it. I hope that makes sense. There are times like, well, you... That's what you get. You deserve that. That Even when that is true, we still, church, have to have a heart of, of compassion. Y'all are quiet tonight. I have a good message I'm working on. And if you know a backslider, if you have a backslider from your family, would you compel them to be here Sunday? is I have a heart, a compassion to draw some backsliders back into the house of God. And my focus already is moving forward to Sunday. I want people to pray through. I want some backsliders at an altar to pray back through. I want some lost loved ones to pray back through. There's still repentance and mercy and grace. There's some that the world has left for half dead. But if they're half dead, guess what? There's still, there's still hope for them to be alive. To be restored. Praise God. Amen. I want to see people saved. Let me go back to Galatians. and I'm not even to the close, but I'm going to close with this. I told you I would, so I will. Let's stand. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself. There's times I've called some of you and said, hey, we've got this going on in my family or my daughter or my grandson or I'm going through this. Would you help me pray? And there's times that has been reciprocated. You've called me or sent me a text and said, Pastor, this is going on. Will you help me pray? And God, help them right now. You know what they're going through, God. And I just start to call on the name of the Lord. And Why? Because I'm considering myself. And we're the body of Christ. And you're my brother. You're my sister. We should have compassion for one another, but we should also have compassion for the lost. A couple verses. Matthew chapter. You want to come play something? That's fine. Give them hope. Matthew 9, 36, but when he saw the multitudes, everybody say saw. He was moved with compassion. Matthew 14, Jesus went forth and he saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion. Mark 1 and 40, there came a leper to Jesus beseeching him and kneeling down to him and saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand and touched him. When Jesus saw those in need, He was moved with compassion. Psalms 34 says, The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and His ears are open unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against them, or turned away from them that do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. That is is heavy I want the eyes of the Lord to be upon my life because that's where I can find compassion but if I'm not going to be compassionate and I'm going to do evil and not be obedient to to him it's as if he turns his eyes away from me his face and they're cut off from the mercy and the grace I don't ever want God to be to not be compassionate. That's a double negative. I want God to always be compassionate. First John said God is love. god commendeth his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners christ died for us while we were sinners while we were we were still in sin yet christ loved us so much that he died for us thank you jesus for your love and compassion to me help this church be a loving and compassionate church to others would you lift your hand and ask the Lord to help us to be a compassionate people, to be a loving people, to fulfill the law, His His law in our life when He said, Go and do thou likewise. Go and be compassionate. Help us to be compassionate. Help us to give a soft answer. Help us to be loving and kind. Help us, God, let the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, meekness, temperance, long suffering, let it just be evident in our lives today. Help us, God, to be. said Jesus unto him. Go and do thou likewise. Let's view others through eyes of compassion. In Jesus name. God bless you in the name of